Hi, I'm Steve Hayes, and I'm a pastor, and I'm a sinner, and I love stories. I love to hear people's stories. I love to hear how God has worked in their lives to help change them and make them who they are. And I think we all need to hear those kinds of stories. So I hope you'll enjoy it and listen along with This Is My Story. I'm Laura Smith, and this is my story. All right, I'm here with Laura Smith. Hello. Hey, Laura. Uh, Laura and I have been friends for a long time. We were saying 16 years. Yep. And um, Laura's she's just a neat person. She's always been a neat person. She's got a lot of good things going for her. She uh, has a beautiful family. She um, runs a business and really multiple y'all got a lot going on yeah so um she and and has found a way to be quite successful in real estate in Corsicana and um comes to our church and just just an awesome person so thanks for being my friend and thanks for jumping in here with us and telling your story um let's start with what everybody wants to know the burning question that everyone wants to know what is it like being married to Stuart Smith? <laughs> it's entertaining, for sure. <laughs> it's been 15 years of fun. He definitely keeps it fun. It's there's, uh, I say there's never a dull moment with Stu, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've known him for a long time, and I can confirm that absolutely. Yeah, he's a good dude. Do you he's do a, a lot of dude. laughing? Yes, yes. Even when I don't think you, it's funny, yeah, it's still funny. It. <laughs> you, you have can't to laugh help with it him. With Stu. Yep. Um, Well, so, you know, one of the main reasons why we asked you to come in here is um, this is a time where we get people to talk about just their story. And a big part of that, I know for you, is your story of faith. Mm -hmm. So tell me how you came to know Jesus and, um, you know, like what were what were the circumstances? I know you're raised in a in a church going home. Oh, yeah. All that good stuff. Um, tell us about that, but then tell us about the moment when it became your own. Okay. So you're right. I was raised in a Christian home that, I mean, we were at church. Anytime that there was something going on, doors were open, we were there. Um, I had good, amazing, godly parents that were praying for us nonstop um, and constantly encouraging us towards uh, towards God. And I accepted Christ as my Savior when I was eight years old. Um And, of course, that was a very um, primary understanding of what God is and and who He is as your your Savior. So um, I think it just kind of grew into more of a a personal walk as you, you know, get involved in a youth group, you know, in junior high. And, you know, you understand what that walk really has to look like, you know, to make it through peer pressure and just the general things of, of life that kids deal with. But I think once I moved out and was on my own in college was where I really had to evaluate and say, okay, this isn't my parents doing it for me anymore. This is me having to choose, you know. So I think it was really when I was probably 21, 22-ish that I really had to take that on as my own relationship and not just rely on my mom reminding me all the time, like, 
what does your walk with Christ really need to look like? So, Right. And what was it that stuck out to you about Jesus in that moment? Was it, I know for me, it was the idea that I could, that God could be my friend. Mm-hmm. You know, that just really impacted me because I needed a friend. What was it for you? Yeah, I would say it's kind of the same. And just, I think it was that God is constant, you know, in mm-hmm. a, in college and in relationships and friendships, everything was changing so fast. So I think it was the security of knowing that that's something constant. And no, it doesn't matter what's rocking my world and going on. You know, it was he was always there and he was consistent. Whether I was lacking or whether I was strong, he was always there. Yeah, and 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 still is. Thank God I mean, that yeah. hasn't changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you're you're a business owner. Mm-hmm. You uh, are, have been very successful in real estate in Corsicana and Navarro County and beyond, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been doing that, what, the last six years? Yes, about so. six years. But it's, I mean, the, the market is crazy right now. It is. Um, you're very busy. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of people vying for your attention. You, uh, you have this beautiful family, but you have three kids who are, you know, I guess your oldest is a freshman in high school. Yeah, 14. And your youngest is six. Six. Mm-hmm. So um, so you're busy. Yeah, it's a little chaotic. Toting kids back and forth, <laughs> yeah. running to showings and closings and everything else. And then you got Stu, who's a whirlwind in his own right, you know. Um, And I think a lot of people would look at you and they would say, there's the lady on the real estate sign. Mm. She's pretty. She has this beautiful family. She's put together. She's successful. Um, how How do you keep it all together? And is that the real picture? Well, no, (laughs) absolutely not. I think um, we're a mess. I mean, we're a daily mess, and um, it's a juggling act. I think every day is just a juggling act, and most days um, you're juggling a lot of things, but a lot of it gets dropped, and Mm -hmm. that's where I just have to give myself a lot of grace and just know that I'm doing the best I can do, you know. (laughs) Um, Thankfully, I've got a really good village of people that support us and help us. I mean, my parents, Stuart's parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've just really learned that I have to depend on other people, even though I hate that feeling of knowing I'm needy. I have to depend on other people to help us out. Otherwise, you know, it won't all happen. Why do you hate that feeling? I don't know, because I, I want everybody to think I've got it together. I mean, I, yeah. that's the goal, but I mean behind the curtain it's a big fat mess every day you know and we're just we're trying to make it so so how do you keep it together mentally through all that because there is a it's an important part of what you do to to project an image of competence and success like I said I think I mean I have to be very task oriented Mm -hmm. in in everything whether it's my business um so I have to I'm constantly following a schedule, following a calendar. I mean, I've got reminders that pop up on my phone. I mean, the whole time we're sitting here, it's going to be dinging at me, telling me what I need to be doing next. But, um, and the same goes with the kids. I mean, I'm just, everything's got to be on a meticulous schedule 
even though I'm definitely not an organized person, if I don't live by that schedule, then we, then I fail more often than I care to admit. I mean, I just have to. Yeah. What's, what's the hardest part about it for you? Um, I think as a mom, having three kids and, and also, you know, being a wife is just the guilt of, Mm. you know, where I'm doing well in one area, it always comes at a sacrifice for something else to feel like I could be doing well somewhere else, you know? So while the real estate market is crazy busy, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where you have to stay active and participate in it. Otherwise, you know, you kind of get left behind in that. So, you know, it's constantly learning and evolving, but at that, you know, it really comes at a cost of figuring out, you know, not to miss something that the kids have going on and making sure I'm, you know, available when they get done with sports and, you know, just Mm -hmm. different things like that. Yeah. But I've really had to learn in my business to, you know, to use other people as far as leverage, as far as hiring people that can help me with certain things. I mean, like I have someone that cleans my house every week just Mm -hmm. because I don't physically have the time to do it. So I just think you have to give yourself grace and realize you, you can't be good at all of it. So where there's things that I know I can't get done, that's where I have to rely on either help from parents or, you know, having someone that can come help me with laundry one week, you know, just because we can't get it all done. Right. Yeah. So you said grace, and um, I love that word, and I love that concept. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think you have always been a person who's had a good – Seem, seems to me has a good understanding of that word. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't know that you'd be able to operate the way you do without it. Mm-hmm. How how has grace kind of, how does grace pick up the pieces at the end of the day for you? I think it's just the realization that God designed me and he made me who I am. Um he knows where I'm weak. He knows where I'm strong. And for some reason, he put all of this in my life. I mean, everything good that I have is because he placed it there. And so I just have to trust that, you know, my business wouldn't be my business and my kids. I wouldn't have what I have today if he hadn't given me that. So I know he's equipping me to handle it. And that's where I just have to trust in him and realize that even if I feel like I didn't do well today in a certain category or whatever it is that He's there, and His grace covers it, and that's where I have to just, I don't know, like not be so hard on myself. Like I said, mm-hmm. give myself some grace in that too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Knowing that God extends that to you, mm-hmm. knowing that He knows the mess you are yeah. and He still loves you, <laughs> it makes all the difference, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I just appreciate you being vulnerable about kind of the messy end of yeah. What goes on behind the curtain? Because I think there are a lot, in particular, I think there are a lot of women who are moms mm-hmm. and wives and uh, employees or own their own business who are working and doing the best they can. And I think they can relate to the guilt that you talk about because it always feels like there's a trade-off. Yeah, there is. Um, and in, in some very real ways, there there is. But, um, you know, I think your understanding of grace and being able to apply that to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, some people just can't give themselves yeah. grace. So what would you say to those other moms, those other I think, wives? I think in today's world with social media and 
the Pinterest moms and all the things that are out there, it is so easy to compare and say, oh my gosh, she's got it together. Or that family, I mean, look at them. They've got the best marriage. And, mm-hmm. you know, but I was telling someone in my office the other day, I said, you know, if, if, everything on Facebook was true and real or on Instagram or whatever, I said, you would think that Stuart and I never argued once in our 15 years and my kids never got grounded or got a spanking. Like, I mean, but behind it, we're all a mess. Like, we're all just making it, you know? I mean, like I said, by the grace of God, we have the things we have and we're holding it together, so. You know where else I see that? Where? (laughs) In the Bible. Yeah. I see people like David and and I, I see people, you know, you look all through the lineage of Jesus mm-hmm. and you have, you know, you have Rahab the harlot. You have David who, you know, danced naked in the streets, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and was always seemed to be falling apart. And then you have, you know, the disciples who were regular guys, yeah. you know, just getting through it. And uh, so... I think one of the things that has connected us over the years is, you know, we we relate in our in our mess, yeah. you know, but we also relate even more in our Savior, yeah. who you know fills in the gaps mm-hmm. where, that we can't. So, thanks for talking about it. Yeah. Thanks for being real about it. Yeah. And. Um, I appreciate you taking the time. I know how busy you are, so thanks well, absolutely. for juggling this. Glad to. All right. Thank you. Appreciate you. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe. And if you'd like to spread the word, please consider leaving a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. Our video podcast is available on our Grace Community Church YouTube channel. This Is My Story is produced and engineered by Jake Moore and is a ministry of Grace Community Church in Corsicana, Texas. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the speaker and do not necessarily express the views of Grace Community Church. Thanks for listening.